Get autographed copies of New York Times bestselling author Cynthia Bryan's books at www.starstyleradio.com. Get inspired and motivated to be your best self with Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts, and Be The Star You Are for Teens. Buy cases at a deep discount to give away as gifts and premiums. Visit www.starstyleradio.com or call 925-377-STAR. 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 Have a plan for your life. You've set goals. You know where you want to go. Congratulations on finding Star Style. Be the star you are. Our vibrant hosts, passion, purpose, and possibility producer Cynthia Bryan and her energetic daughter, healthy living specialist Heather Brittany, share the best roads, fastest detours, and successful strategies for a life worth living. Reach your potential with their personal achievement coaching, miracle moments, inspiring guests, titillating interviews, and business bites. Be introduced to new books and innovative ideas that encourage you to live a positive, sustainable lifestyle while achieving your dreams. Ignite your power, make a difference in the world, and shoot for the stars. It's the power hour of living, loving, laughing, and learning. On Star Style, be the star you are. Lend us your ears. The party starts now. Never say never. Live your dream. Well, welcome, Power Partners, to our Power Party. Star Style, be the star you are. Brought to the airwaves under the auspices of Be the Star You Are charity. I am Cynthia Bryan. And I'm Heather Brittany. And we are very thrilled that you are here with us today. And we want to help you to reach for the stars and land on them. Well, we have another great show for you today. And as Heather and I take to the airwaves and, and make, uh, make a lot of noise, I guess. That's what we're about today. We're going to be talking about uh, new social media rules. We're going to go into the garden and find out a little bit more about what's happening in April gardens. And also, we're going to use the word, tell me more. You know, when things are offered to you in life and you're not really quite sure what to do with them, instead of saying yes or no, maybe it's best to say, tell me more. Well, the miracle moment for today is brought to you by Be The Star You Are, charity that is hosting the first Book Bash Blowout this Saturday, April 25th. From 11 to 4 p.m. in Moraga, visit the website btsya.com and click on events. And I'll tell you more about it in the second segment, but we're very excited about that. This is from Harvey Feinstein. Accept no one's definition of your life. Define yourself. Sounds like be the star you are, right, Heather? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's the whole idea of just be yourself, your best self, and your only self because... We want you to live your dreams. That's all you can be. be that is all you are. can be. <laughs> Who else can we be? We can't be anybody else. We can attempt to copy people, but what fun is that? I want to be an original. I don't want to. I don't want to be a copycat. <laughs> I want to set the tone. I don't want you know to be following somebody else's tones. Might be the wrong tone for me. <laughs> That's what we're doing here on the radio. We are. We are the leaders of the pack, right? Okie dokie. Exactly. Well, let's talk a little bit about social media 
Heather, because um, right now, you know, there's so much that I don't understand, even though I really, really and truly attempt to be good at it and to be on top of it and to be posting and all of these things. But I'm just not so sure uh, if it's all going the right way. It seems like um, the rules for governing appropriate behavior are changing. There's a lot of creepy stuff going on. And you never know who to friend and not to friend and all of that stuff. So let's find out what your take is um, on it and if there's a certain etiquette that we all should be following today. Yeah, sure. And you know what? You're actually so much better about this stuff, or at least that's going on, than me. Um, you know, I was from the time of, I remember when uh, MySpace first came out, and, oh gosh, whenever, how long ago, when I finally got one of those, I was very late to train getting that. Um, and then eventually that faded out, and then, you know, came Facebook, and I remember um, being, like, so afraid to go onto Facebook. of like, I don't know what this thing is, and I didn't really understand it, and um, and, you know, now things have just gotten more. But that's, I still, I only have Facebook. I don't have Twitter or, or uh, I don't know, Instagram, all the things. And, but, um, there are so many things out there. And again, it's the etiquette's changed over time because really social media has been something that's, you know, been less than 15 years, really, that it's really kind of taken over. And especially just in the last five years of right. what a and phenomenon. It, and and it's, it's confusing, I think, because it's changing all the time. You know, and that to me oh, is what's confusing. Yeah, you know, and that's the thing is that things are always, things are completely changing. And one of you know, the big things before was, um, kind of starting with things is, you know, personal hashtags, but is that before, um, it used to be almost a, a faux pas, you know, using social media things or, um, it, you just kind of starting with things announcing yourself or even kind of using it. I remember, you know, so many people, and I'm still one of those people that is very weary of joining these other ones just because I see how instantly it becomes so consuming with myself. Um, you know, with doing these and signing on to all of these different things, um, hashtags. So hashtags that used to be, you know, people, especially you know, those that didn't want to get involved in all this stuff, having something, it seemed almost kind of desperate to, uh, you know, have these kind of call out to yourself. Well, now these things are, that's basically how you can find pictures, um, sort of follow these things if things are treating or trending. Um, so it's kind of more as a guide to help you with these things. And, and actually, you know, one of the big things that used to be for almost a denial that people would use, even be signing up for, um, you know, these social media things. I remember someone, when I, I said I was doing Facebook, they said, oh, that's just something that people in high school used to get. And I was like, what? What is this? Um, so all these kinds of things, you know, before, that's resistant. Well, now it's just the way it may. If you're not hopping on this board, you're that person now that is ancient, that, that doesn't follow these things. And another thing, too, is when it comes, you just said it's friending and unfriending. Um, it used to be such this thing of that people, I mean, still, it always seems like people from nowhere's lands that you haven't connected or talked to in 15, 20 years want to friend you on these things. And here's kind of things to get around it. Is one, you can always accept people, and, and usually it's very easy to then unfriend people um, because I must say, no, I've, I've done these things where I go through and I delete friends or I delete, um, if, if you like, a business or place or something. For the most part, unless these people are very close to you, they're probably not going to even notice that you're no longer on with them anymore. Um, yeah, that's uh, what I was going to ask you, is when, if you delete a friend or you don't friend somebody, do they even know it? I mean, because I don't pay attention to it. And like Facebook, I like to kind of keep it really small. Uh, things like LinkedIn that are more business-related, I'm more apt to accept somebody if I think that they're professional. Well, but unless I really know somebody, I'm not going to accept them on Facebook. 
Well, you just brought up a big a thing, and actually the real way to go is um, the biggest thing someone can do is separating their individual social medias. For example, especially for a business thing, um, as you said, LinkedIn's a great place to have business, um, you know, to have your professional showcase, but so is Facebook. Facebook is a great thing to, um, you know, promote your business, promote yourself, but then you can also, you can have multiple accounts, so I think then you should separate it of having a personal account that you just use with your friends. So, you know, one thing, again, it's always good to have different profiles or accounts for personal connections. Business should be one thing. Um, and usually, you don't mix business and, and pleasure. You have that kind of happy medium. Maybe, um, you know, there's ones that you have just with uh, friends and family. Another one might be with work friends so that they don't feel left out, because, but they're still not in on the true tense of what your real life is. And then one that's maybe purely just, you know, strangers, business things. Um, another creative section on your main profile page, especially for a working thing, um, that talks about, you know, possibly um, sometimes maybe this might say something of that this is a private account, um, only, you know, family members are added to this, or this is a public account, something that's made. Uh, people know if, if someone was trying so to find you. That's a great idea. You, know, you mean where would you put that, right up in your profile? Uh, exactly. You know, so if something or, you know, you, there's also so many things too that you can go in, um, on your accounts and set them to, uh, personal or, excuse me, private, uh, private settings so that someone couldn't even look you up in these ways or they have very limited ask, access, um, to what's seen on your account. Again, this is really saying, talking about, you know, separating from business and personal. Um, one thing, um, you know, don't approach strangers and ask them to befriend you as well. This, so this kind of is turning the friends on it, um, so that you can sell business to them. Um, a lot of things, you know, it used to be if people would say, oh, you know, it's so great to have, you know, so many followers or so many friends on Facebook. But a lot of times if people, I mean, I've even seen these ads before where you can pay these companies, I don't know why, pay money, that they will set up a profile for you on Facebook or, and then they will get um, all these friends to you and people seeing your business. Well, basically what they're doing is just spamming people. You know, when you get those random so-and-so, let's say, or all of a sudden you start getting in your feeds, Ads, um, not not just the ones that are paid for, but for companies or things that you didn't think you even knew you had, you know, liked or were following. Um, so, you know, kind of going there. That, again, this makes people. If you were doing this on a um, on a business level, uh, there's a difference between trying to promote your business or then it's sort of, you know, email scamming them, not scamming them, um, spamming them with all this kind of stuff about your information. Because for the most part, that's going to turn people away from your business. And that, as we know, of how easily things are shut. Um, information is spread, talk about Yelp, all that kind of stuff, that people can put negative comments on there without really knowing your business. So be very mindful of what kind of information or how you're approaching about getting more people to follow out. Also, things too, you know, if you have a, a business one, another kind of etiquette thing is kind of putting of what goes into your feeds and what of all this kinds of stuff. And, and even on personal levels, um, I kind of, it's funny, you know, when people write up, you know, a, a something, their their uh, little words or something for the day, and they write like an essay, it's very rarely I read these entire things. Or if they're always, you know, doom and gloom, no one wants to read about that. I mean, be, you know, honest with them. Exactly. I, that is awful. That's awful. Yeah. things. And who cares about what you had for breakfast? You know, I mean, once in a while you see 
<laughs> you see that too. You know, it's like, oh, they're, you know, they're eating something or, I mean, they're just, it's just so random. Yeah, it's like, and you cares? know, and you know, thing too, also never post, you know, never put out, you know, never post things, um, you know, when you're overly tired, jet lagged, or maybe you're upset about something. You know, I think a lot of times, and that just goes for, you know, emails and stuff too. I think there's a lot of times, um, the one thing with social media and just with this kind of um, non-interpersonal communication, we have the ability to read things in subtext incorrectly. So someone, someone could be saying, uh, you know, post pictures and, and a, uh, you know, post just a message or send something, and it could come off negatively when it's meant to come off positively because we read things, or maybe you're in an argument with someone. So take, these, take time, you know, think about what you're posting. And another thing in social media town too, is it used to be such a big issue if someone would post something um, without your consent or uh, tag you in a photo. For the most part now, uh, Facebook, for example, before something can be posted, but if you are tagged in it um, before you uh, before it is tagged or before it's shown with you personally in it, um, you'll be sent a request saying so-and-so wants to send a picture. You post a picture of you. Because we know that nowadays that's how so many people get in trouble for work, right. say, you know, you're sick. And that goes with another thing. If you are calling out sick and doing things, um, avoid posting and saying these things because even if you might not be friends with the boss or a friend, things, something else could get tagged along with someone else. It's very easy to have a trail, not, you know, lack of better <laughs> word thing, a paper trail, um, an electronic trail of where you were and what you were doing nowadays. It's a lot harder, uh, you know, playing hooky from these things. Um, we live in this culture that we feel so obsessed that we have to post a picture or feel, say something clever, serve this proof of, you know, this is what I was doing. I was here. So be mindful if you might be doing and having the best weekend <laughs> of your life. But if the way you got on that weekend was because you had to call in sick to work or school, um, tell people that too. There's nothing Right, because now. what could happen, you come There's in on Monday, now. you might be fired. <laughs> yeah, there could be, and that's something that's funny too. That before that could be something frowned upon of, oh my gosh, you know, or please, you know, don't let people know. And now it's something almost very acceptable of people saying, hey, um, you know, I had to call in sick or something for this weekend. Please don't post pictures of this. You know, telling people in advance, hey, don't post pictures. Don't put me in it. Like, I'm not supposed to be here. That kind of stuff. That's no longer quietly frowned upon. It's just really think uh, wisely before you do these things. And also think about, too, if there's any poster or um, post or pictures um, it's, you know, the age-old thing that we say that on the Internet, things never go away. Even when you hear these lawsuits or people say, you know, please take down this picture, yeah. you can still look things up. There is always this trail. These things stay on there forever. So think more mindfully, too, about what you post, what you pick, who you connect with. Um, you hear a lot about, too, with those um, uh, uh, catfish people. Um, so that goes another thing with, with your businesses or reaching out to people. Make sure you really know who these people are. Someone could come up saying that they were some cousin of yours that you haven't seen in a long time, and it could be because someone, you know, catfishing, trying to get money, trying to – their scams today are so easy um, for them to put out and actually surprisingly so hard for them to be traced back to them. So continuously, you know, being mindful of these things and really kind of separating. Um, my biggest kind of takeaway is separating um, individual profiles between work, 
um, you know, business and, and family and friends. And even maybe you want to have a separate one from your family, from your friends, because as we know, we're, we wear many hats in life. And one's a professional, one may be a little bit more reserved, one may be a little bit more wild. Uh, and those probably all fall into different categories. Um, so be, you know, again, being cautious and using, um, using your own kind of private settings to, so you can, uh, you know, individually personalize, um, personalized, supervised, of who's seeing this, especially when it comes to the workplace. Well, um, I think, too, what's really important to know that. is, as you said, because that to me is like the biggest takeaway, is, is that it never goes away. It never goes away. So anything that you post anywhere can always be dug up. So we have to be really careful about that. So, you know, whatever happened to MySpace, I guess it's still around, right? I mean, if you, you know, were to type in... Your thing? Well, you know I mean, I, is it still I, there? I, things, I haven't looked at it. I've I've heard things that like MySpace is making a comeback. I think Justin Timberland or Timber yeah Timberlake, Timberlake bought it or something for I don't know or chipped in on it like went in with people invested in it for like ten million dollars, which may seem like a lot, but I think originally when MySpace sold itself in back in the day, it was you know like ten billion dollars or something. So. Um, I don't know. I've heard it's making some comeback. They're going to make it a more music focus, but you know, there's so many, there's so many different things out there today. I've I've been told I need to hop on the bandwagon and get on this Instagram thing because for me now, Facebook is just. I know a lot of people are doing it, but you know, things. I feel like you is how many can you do? You know, I mean, you just, uh, I just even think here with the radio because uh, we have a social media area and. If you go, if anybody goes to our Voice America page, or, you know, for Star Style, Be the Star You Are, you will see on it that you could send this broadcast right now to something like a hundred different social media sites. And there are all these icons on there where you can send it. And I have no idea what any of them are except for the typical ones, you know, the Tumblr, the Twitter, the LinkedIn, uh, Facebook. So I just There's don't know. There's things out there now. Yeah, and, but what is the value of all of them? I mean, I think that's, you know, that is You know, the thing. that's, again, another thing. It's, I kind of felt, too, uh, you also, you don't miss what you don't know or you don't have. Um, you know, now, you know, things that we feel like, oh, my God, I couldn't survive without email. But, you know, I know some people, you know, that, that don't even use email, that don't have a cell phone, that, um, and they're getting by just fine. I feel like, you know, once you bring this thing into your life, you can't get the monster out. Exactly. So I just no, know, exactly. You know, I mean, I think of my more. sister. She, you know, she basically got an answering machine a couple of years ago, right? Um, yeah. I'm not Yeah, she has a cell phone, but I'm not sure how old it is. But she doesn't have email or a, she doesn't yeah. have a computer. She wouldn't know how to use a computer. You know, yeah. so, and she's totally fine. She's totally happy like that. She probably has a lot more time on her hand than any of us do yeah. when we're constantly still, having know, again, to check all our stuff. You can't live without, but at the same time, you know, it's something that it's just, it, you know, that's why there's some people, they, they don't allow you, you know, to bring in, um, you know, your phone. Same thing goes like for concerts now. You know, you see people have their lighters up, but now everyone will have their cell phones up. Everyone's recording it. And some of them, I mean, it's, sometimes it's really kind of cool, these, those moments when you see all that. There was a concert I went to, and everyone put their phone up, and it, was, it looked like a million little stars. But um, also, it's kind of that sad thing that we're never really just enjoying the moment, just being part of it, because we always right. have to capture right. it. Well, you know, there was, a, there was a great article that I read about that, uh, and, it, and it, did, 
you know, it dealt exactly with what you were saying. And it was that people are not enjoying their children and they're not enjoying the little special things that happen in life because they always have their their cell phone to their eye. They're taking videos. They're always seeing something through a viewfinder and they're not really seeing the view. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. That's that's exactly, yeah. Well, great. Um, Well, this was very interesting. I think that I'll just sort of plod along and... um, you know, we'll do what we what we can with what we know and what we think is useful. And for the rest, when it becomes the time that you you know you have to have it, well, we'll look at it at that point of view. But <laughs> most of the time, uh, you know, I think it's good. Like I post a lot of things just about the radio, like you know that we're on the air today, or then I post afterwards who was on the air and where you can listen to it and that kind of thing. And I yeah, think that. That's a good use to me. And, you know, hopefully people see it. Like if you go, if you go to my Facebook or you go to LinkedIn or, or our Twitter for Star Style this week, it's going to be about the book bash. It's going to be about this radio show. It's going to be about the teen show. And that gives you information. If you don't want to read it, you don't have to read it. But, you know, those are the kind of things that I find it useful Mm -hmm. for. But, uh, I know a lot of people just want to put pictures of, of um, of their life, you know, down there. <laughs> so, well, great segment, Heather. Give out the website. Most definitely. We want you to go to BeTheStarYouAre.com as well as BeTheStarYouAre.org. And when we come back from break, we're going to go into the April Garden because I have tips for you. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. And Heather Brittany. And this is Star Style. Be the star you are. We will be right back. We are coming to you live on the Voice America Network. Do not go away. Are you seeking a dynamo speaker for your meeting, conference, or organization? Internationally recognized keynote speaker and New York Times bestselling author and lifestyle coach, Cynthia Bryan, will bring her energetic expertise, passionate professionalism, and ebullient personality to your event. Hailed as an expert in lifestyle, women's issues, self-help, personal balance, leadership, media, gardening, and interior design topics, Cynthia Bryan is a popular empowerment keynote speaker around the world, lecturing to audiences of 100 to 5,000. For rates and bookings, call 925-377-STAR, 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 and visit www.cynthiabryan.com. When you want the best, book Cynthia Bryan, www.cynthiabryan.com. Be the star you are, light up the flame that burns. Make a world of difference in a world of differences when you support Be the Star You Are 501c3, a literacy and positive media charity dedicated to empowering women, families, and youth. Visit BeTheStarYouAre.org to make a tax-deductible donation today. Everyone counts. Donate today. BeTheStarYouAre.org Be the lucky star you are. Be the star you are, you are. 
headphones and tune in to enlightening interviews with acclaimed authors and success experts as our Oprah of the Airwaves, Cynthia Bryan, gabs with the gurus. Lend us your ears for the Power Hour on Star Style. Be the star you are. Now, here's Cynthia Bryan. Find all you need in a light that shines. Well, it is the Book Bash blowout happening this week. We've been planning this for months, and we sure hope that you are going to come. It's happening on Saturday, April 25th from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the town of Moraga, California at an outdoor space at 5A Rent-A-Space, and thank you to 5A Rent-A-Space for providing the location as well as they are doing lots of other things and organizing food and uh, some giveaways. We're going to have hundreds of brand-new best-selling books, and the proceeds will all be benefiting Be The Star You Are charity, and the prices are going to be rock bottom. We'll start books at $0.99, and there'll be a table for $4.99, Nine ninety nine, fourteen ninety nine, and nineteen ninety nine, and that's it. And when you buy any amount of that's valued at nineteen ninety nine or above, you're going to get a free copy of Blue Ocean Bob: The Adventures of Blue Ocean Bob. And also, um, there will be some other books that you could choose from too. But this is a beautiful, beautiful award-winning book, uh, picture book for kids. And on top of that, we want to thank Brooke Albrees, who he is one of the sponsors with uh, Children's Success Unlimited. Now, at the big book blowout bash, boy, that's an alliteration, a good one to do for my acting exercises. There'll be, as I said, free food. There's going to be entertainment. There's going to be kids craft. There's going to be music, singing. And we're going to have lots and lots of giveaways, and we'll have some boxes of free things. We're also going to have tools for teachers so that teachers can, uh, you know, have some guides for reading. And everything is to increase literacy because our motto is to be a leader, you must be a reader. And on top of that, you're going to get to meet five authors, and I am one of them, and we'll be autographing our books. You'll get to meet the three authors of Daddy Look. They will all be there, Todd and Reggie and Blue. And then the author of the setup, Pete Crooks, who's also the editor of Diablo Magazine, and he will be there, and he will be signing books. Our Be The Star You Are Orchestra will be playing music. Jennifer Lee, who is our amazing chanteuse, will be singing. You will meet several of the teens uh, that are reporters on Express Yourself Teen Radio. So it is a day for the family. Again, only 11 to 4. And for more information, you can go to btsya.com, click on events, or you could go to starstyleradio.com. Uh, or .net and click on events. We also have a free event uh, planning thing at Eventbrite where you could uh, just sign up and get a, a ticket. And we, if you sign up on Eventbrite, you'll also get some free potpourri and some free seeds. So we hope to see you on Saturday, April 25th. And it is really, really going to be fun. So I'm really looking forward to it. My car is already packed to the brim with books, and that's only the beginning. Well, Gerard Manley Hopkins said, Nothing is so beautiful as spring when weeds and wheels shoot long and lovely and lush. Well, here in Northern California, poppies and lupins are dotting the green hillsides and the roadways. And the skies are really in azure blue most of the time. 
although um, the last couple days, the weather has been overcast, and it seemed like it was going to rain, but then it never did. And in previous days, it had been wickedly warm, where the turkeys are hobbling and gobbling everywhere. I mean, it seems like it must be Thanksgiving or something. I think it's just they're having babies. There are so many uh, wild turkeys and this all tells us that spring is definitely in full swing. And as always um, in April, my orchards are carpeted with weeds. Now, this year I did sprinkle seeds of mustard throughout my landscape as a cover crop to heighten the nitrogen levels in the soil. And so right now there is a yellow a sea of waves. It's like that they just kind of wave in the wind that greets me on my morning walks because all of the mustard is in, in bloom, and it's just bright yellow. And yes, mustard is made from mustard flowers. Now, I also have a lot of crows on my property right now. They've decided that mi casa is su casa, uh, and they have just descended. It, I feel like the movie The Birds. Do you remember that Alfred Hitchcock movie, The Birds? They are back, and they're splashing in my uh, fountain and also the occasional red-tailed hawk you know, pops in or swoops, I guess I should say swoops in for a drink. Now, quail are another thing, a covey of quail with their baby chicks darting behind them. They seem to be, this one covey seems to be munching insects and dandelions around my lawn literally every morning at about 7.30. It's the rebirth of nature, and it recharges my energy And it makes me very grateful to be alive in our bucolic rural locale. But there is a downside is because we are in a drought. And now this week I did get my uh, water bill in the mail with my water score. And I got a congratulations note saying, way to go, water saver. You ranked in the top 20%. Now, while the average American use, according to the Environmental Protection Agency, was 400 gallons uh, per day, we used only 147 gallons versus the average here in our area, which was 362 gallons. So households in the top 20%, which, you know, those people got these congratulatory letters, they averaged 213. Well, I was at almost half that, you know, at 147. So I'm using... Uh, about 29% less water than I did 12 months ago. And I think this is actually putting me in the top 10% of water uh, savers. But what frightens me is what the drought is doing. Now Governor Brown has come in with a mandatory 25% um, cutback on your current rates. So if I'm already at 147 gallons a day and I have to cut back another 25%, that would mean basically that I could have uh, in our home 110 gallons a day. Well, just think about flushing a toilet or taking a shower and then to have all this land and the animals. I don't think it's doable. I mean, there's just no way, especially when summer comes. So, you know, it's one thing in winter, but it's another thing in summer. So I'm, I don't know what's going to happen when the heat comes. And uh, you probably read in the paper that different cities are going to be charged or going to have to cut back um, bigger percentages. And the biggest users of water, and this is probably no surprise, are the wealthy cities in, uh, in Los Angeles. 
Bel Air, Beverly Hills, you know, those areas. And they want them to cut back by 38%. And there's a couple areas up north here, Hillsboro and Woodside. Uh, I think Redwood City was another one. You know, these are all kind of places where all the big techies are. So what are we going to do? How are we going to save, you know, um, more water? Well, one thing is I'm going to plan to water as much as I can by hand, although I do have a few acres, and that's not going to be possible. But if you do have a garden and you can water by hand, you're going to save 33% uh, more than if you turn on your sprinklers. Also, if you have soaker hoses, those will be great assets for water conservation as well, especially in your vegetable garden if you decide to plant a vegetable garden. I'm kind of rethinking that. I just planted two big pots um, of what I call my salad garden. I put I put onions, peppers, uh, tomatoes, and some lettuce in a pot. So I have a whole salad in a pot, basically. And uh, I might just do that this year because with water, you know, you can't really – afford to make a great big huge amount because normally I'm just giving everything away every anyway to friends and neighbors. So I think I'm going to just have to stick with what I can eat. And I'm only going to be planting a smattering of color spots with specimens that I'm certain will withstand less moisture. So I don't want to plant anything that is uh, water thirsty because it is going to, it's supposed to be a really hot summer and there isn't going to be any water. And then any extra water used for washing or rinsing dishes or even in the showers, I collect it in buckets and barrels, and then I use it in my patio pots. So what are your plants, uh, plans to keep your garden alive through the forthcoming hot water while conserving H2O? I mean, it is going to be a challenge, but this is going to be the new normal. And brown is definitely going to be the new green, so we have to get used to it. So here are some things you really do want to do just to get yourself ready. Check your irrigation system and consider investing in newer drip or weather-based controllers. Start seeds in a recycled container from plastic cups to coconut holes. You can drill a hole in the bottom of a coconut hole. So you add some good potting soil, and then you're going to be ready to roll. If you plant in orange rind halves, you can plant the entire container in the ground. Now, you can also save water by placing a bowl under your colander when you are washing greens and vegetables in the sink and then take that water and dump it in the garden because you're actually washing off some of the nutrients and things and those nutrients will go back in your garden. And by the way, these are things that I'm doing right now. So I'm telling you these things because they're working for me and it's what helped me get to that top 10% of uh, water savers. Now, um, it is time to get out your outdoor furniture and organize your patio and start planning, you know, those outdoor parties. So a suggestion for scrubbing or washing your furniture, what I did is since I have a lawn and I really do like a lawn, although it's getting browner and browner, I put all my patio furniture and anything I have to wash on the lawn. And then I wash everything on the lawn. I do the exact same thing with the car. Uh, now, evidently, you're not going to be able to wash your car in your driveway anyway. So you're only going to be able to take it to a um, car wash or you can park it on your lawn <laughs> or park it in your garden if you're not going to ruin anything and wash it there. And then the water will go into your garden and, of course, use biodegradable soap. Freshen your curb appeal. 
with uh, fragrant flowering plants such as star jasmine. And star jasmine is so great because it will welcome guests with their heady spring perfume. It is getting to be mosquito time. So any standing water that is in saucers or old tires and buckets and gutters or barrels, you have to get rid of it. So make sure to go around your house and just check for any container that might have standing water. And if you have a pond and you want some free mosquito fish, call Vector Control in your county. Normally, Vector Control is part of your taxes And it's a great resource for you when you have problems with skunks or yellow jackets or mosquitoes. Watch for holes of voles in your lawn and garden. Voles are extremely destructive and they are non-discriminating when it comes to eating everything and anything growing. Now, if you have a major infestation, you can call in professional eradicators. I found two vole holes that I thought at first it was a snake hole because they were literally square. They weren't round at all. And so I plugged one up, and next day there was another one. So obviously it was coming forward. Um, But I did get rid of those bad little boys. So make sure to watch for voles. Remember that moles, with an M, even though they make these long kind of tunnels and they raise your dirt a little bit, They're only eating grubs and other things, and they're actually kind of good to aerate your soil. But gophers and voles are bad. Now, a good way to brighten your garden and not to have it use um, water is to brighten with drought-tolerant succulents. There are so many shapes and sizes and textures and colors. You're going to be able to create a palette of a striking performance, and again, and your water bill will thank you. Now, cut and turn into the soil any cover crops you planted last fall to add nitrogen and nutrients. I told you that I had spread seed of mustard. Well, many people have done clover or fava beans. And if you are going to plant a garden, this is the time to till it into your soil. So don't just pull them out like weeds. Actually cut them up and leave them in the soil and let them biodegrade because they're going to just add lots and lots of of good food to your soil. A beautiful plant that that can cascade from retaining walls and containers for long-lasting colors that will attract beneficial bees and butterflies is lantana. And that's a great one to do. The next thing is to trellis thornless lady banksia roses or purple wisteria for a really beautiful uh, spring mix that will continue to delight year after year. And then finally, of course, um, I want you to come to the Book Bash where I'm going to be giving away lots of uh, seeds and potpourri and gardening tips. And I'll have my books that you can get, Be the Star You Are, Be the Star You Are for Teen, Chicken Soup for the Gardener Soul. I will have uh, a couple of miracle moments. I'll have the business, the show business. And Daddy's Daddy Look will be there as well as the setup. So you'll definitely want to come and see that. And we'll have some of the La Mirinda Weekly and the articles there. Uh, lastly, shear and shape conifers and junipers and remove any dead or diseased branches. You want to fertilize your roses, your lawns, and all your perennials. And if you're doing lawns, just remember clover might be a good thing to throw. It stays greener longer. It spreads. It doesn't take as much water. And this is the time to divide, transplant, or share with friends Iris, delphinium, uh, daylilies, and uh, chrysanthemums. 
So this would be a really good time if you want to um, to share some of your stuff is to divide the, those now. You don't want to do it later when it's too hot. Right now they'll grow. And then uh, if you have to reseed the lawn, as I said, uh, use a seed that is going to uh, be uh, lush but not need so much water. And again, I think clover is really the way to get a good mat. And then take any movable house plants outside, give them a good shower and a thorough drink, and then you can put them on your lawn to wash them, just like I say, you could wash your car or your furniture, and that'll give your grass a bath as well, and it'll also shake off all of the, um, all of any insects or anything that might be on the plants, because in the winter we do get plants that get insects on them. And keep praying for April showers as we end, come to the end of April. We haven't had any showers yet, and we really need the rain because I think that this drought is supposed to be here for another 20 years or more, so we need the rain. So enjoy the beauty and the sense of springtime, and may all your weeds be flowers, and continue being water savvy and garden smart, and I wish you happy gardening and happy growing. And make sure to read my articles in the La Mirinda Weekly every week. And to also mark your calendars for this Saturday, April 25th, 11 to 4, for the book Bash, Blowout, and Meet the Authors. Get autographed copies of books. And just have a good old time and come and say hello to me. And if you tell me that you heard me on the radio, I'll give you extra something special. Okie doke. Well, that is our garden segment for Today on Star Style, Be the Star You Are, when we come back from break, we're going to say, tell me more. You're listening to Cynthia Bryan. This is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. I'll be right back. Stay with me. The star you are. The star you are. Change your world. Change your life. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Business Bites. Here's Cynthia Bryan. Though there are many ways to go about being inspiring, charming, or finagling your way to collaboration, here are some techniques that can create an engaged and supportive team. Share information appropriately. Information is the organizational lifeblood on which decisions are made in every company. Except for confidential or proprietary data that can't be shared, Pass information readily both up and down the pipeline, and that can help others make timely decisions. Don't confuse collaboration with consensus. Just because you're encouraged open collaboration doesn't mean that you should abdicate leadership or authority. There's still a chain of command and decisions to be made. So assuming you've got a management structure that makes sense, stick to it because people want to be led. Establish high standards for communication. Set the tone for the highest levels of communication, which includes openness, transparency, and trust. Don't indulge in bad-mouthing and finger-pointing. They are non-productive time wasters. You can't eliminate all bad behaviors, but you can let it be known that respect for others is not only expected, but demanded. Encourage collaboration means that you are also inviting conflict. And if you're the least bit authentic in your interactions with people, by broadening the collaborative circle and inviting opinions who might differ from you, there could be some dissent and some conflict, but you might find a new solution. Always set ground rules and enforce them. 
and balance structure with flexibility and manage your collaboration with the proper tools. Put tools in place or you risk losing all that great brain power and give your group a sense of identity. Remember, you are the star of your own performance. Turn your profits into your passion and make a difference in the world. For more information, visit starstyleproductions.com or to book a coaching session, email me, Cynthia, at star-style.com or call 925-377-STAR. This business of show business is calling out to me. Get started acting or modeling with a consultation from media coach extraordinaire Cynthia Bryan, who has guided entertainment careers for over two decades. Call 925-377-STAR or visit www.cynthiabryan.com. Pick up a copy of her award-winning book, The Business of Show Business, and start living your dreams today. Call 925-377-STAR. 925-377-STAR. Be the star you are. You are. your energy and jumpstart your dreams with positive life-changing interviews and star-studded conversations on our award-winning program star style be the star you are hosted by the passion purpose and possibility producer cynthia bryan now back to the power party find all you need in a life that shines believe in yourself i just came across an apache blessing that I have known about for years and years, but I I had forgotten about it, and I thought it would be wonderful to bring it to our listeners today. Hopefully, you will enjoy it as much as I do, and just bring it into your life, because this is what life is all about. May the sun bring you new energy by day. May the moon softly restore you by night. May the rain wash away your worries, and may the breeze blow new strength into your being. May you walk gently through the world and know its beauty all the days of your life. I think that's beautiful. That's an Apache blessing. You are listening to Cynthia Bryan, and this is Star Style, Be the Star You Are. And we are coming to you live on the Voice America Network, the Empowerment Channel. And we hope that you are empowered. Well, we are very used to hearing uh, somebody say those three little words, you know, in a relationship, you know, I love you, or hopefully you're used to hearing them. But sometimes it's better to, when someone talks to you, to say something like, tell me more. Because what ends up happening very often in relationships, and this goes with friendships, this goes in business relationships, is somebody tells you something And they ask for a decision and you don't really know what to say because you don't have all the information. And I remember Dottie Walters, who was a, she started the National Speakers Association. She was one of the first um, founders of it. Her, one of the things that she would say is just start using the words, tell me more when you don't understand everything or you really feel you need more information. And, you know, I think just as people, we tend to rush to decisions. We think we have to do everything right away. I know I'm very guilty of that because I'm like a racehorse. You know, I'm like like chomping at the bit. I want to get it done. The minute I say I'm going to do it, I'm just doing it. I, if somebody told me today, you're like a comet that can't be stopped. <laughs> I thought that was great. Yeah, I said I'm a shooting star that can't be stopped. So tell me more, 
will give you a chance to gather the whole story. And it's not the same as agreeing to what the person said, but it's giving him or her a chance to fully explain, to give yourself time to get past your initial reactions, and to make a thoughtful response. Now, we often don't listen enough to other people, and whether it is your child or a relative or a parent or a friend or, you know, your partner, your husband, your wife, your lover who calls when you're really busy, if you just say, tell me more, that is kind of a gift that you can give them that is from your heart. Now, the same thing will keep a conversation going because when you say, tell me more, it's sending a message that you are very interested in getting to know the other person. And this is not only attractive and flattering, it'll also send that subtle message that you are interested in really relating, not just, you know, having that that one person, um, What it isn't even a conversation, a monologue. It's not even like a monologue. So it creates this opportunity to learn about the character of a person that you don't really know or a business situation. And I know with me, Heather and I were talking about social media and I was relating some things from LinkedIn in uh, our first segment. And I get offered a lot of business opportunities. And most of them are just kind of scammy. And I wouldn't want anything to do with them. But every once in a while, something comes across my desk that is rather appealing. And it's presented nicely. But I still don't understand it. So my standard response now is tell me more. And I just let people explain themselves. And then after I have more information... I can give a really uh, well-thought-out answer. And I can say, not at this time, or thank you, I'm not the right person, or, you know, this sounds like it's worth investigating. You know, let let me look into it a little more. Because people will reveal their inner motivations and their aspirations when they're telling their story. And even if you were talking to, you know, a contractor or a tiler or a mechanic, When you say tell me more, you are inviting them to explain what the problem is, to explain it in words that you can understand, and offer a solution that um, could be a good choice for you, or maybe it's not a good choice, but when you find out what they're explaining, you now know. So whether you realize it or not, the relationship you have with yourself sets the pattern for how you are going to be dealing with other people. So even when you are flustered, are you creating kind of an inner dialogue with yourself to find out what it is that you need? You know, once in a while, we have to say that we have to tell ourselves more. So the next time that you are uh, working with anybody or you're in any kind of time crunch or you're in in a scheduling meeting or you just don't understand, Just take the time to say those three easy words, and they are really and truly as powerful as the words, I love you, because in reality, what you are sharing is your interest in their interest, and you want to have them be a part of it. So tell me more. Now, here are seven signs of wisdom. You understand that failure... Is a result of trying something that didn't work out as you planned, not as a description of you as a person. It is a result of an attempt at something. Failure is not a personal condition. Remember, failure is fertilizer in my book. 
You know that success doesn't make you a good person any more than failure makes you a bad person. Both are outcomes. They're not a personal badge of honor or of dishonor. And you know that many of the troubles of the world are the result of men and women trying to force their self-importance on others. While we all like to feel important, you let your others honor you rather than shouting, here I am, notice me. So you understand that the greater virtue lies in deserving honors rather than in receiving them. You have made peace with yourself, and again, these are signs of wisdom. So you are wise when you've made peace with your past. You have to live without anger or bitterness over yesterday's sorrows and tribulations. You do not continue to punish yourself for mistakes made because you understand you have paid the price through the law of cause and effect. Think about that. You know, it's the reaction of everything. You also are wise because you know that tomorrow depends on the things you do today. So you plan and you work for things that do not offer instant gratification. You work with one eye on today and one on the future, knowing that in due time you'll be rewarded. Then this gets me back into the garden. Because, you know, as gardeners, we plant seeds. You know, you've often heard that saying, um, sow and you shall reap. Well, I think the interesting thing about that, sow and you shall reap, is that you do reap what you sow if you keep it watered and fertilized and pruned and all of those things. So if you plant good seeds, you're going to reap good seeds. If you plant potato seeds, you're not going to get tomato plants. You only reap what you plant. So this, by being a gardener, you really, you know, you can just be a gardener of life. You are really learning patience and you are really learning to be wise. You will be wise when you have learned to be comfortable with yourself and accept yourself for who you are with your warts and all. You will also be wise when you intentionally strive to keep becoming a better and better person. You know that life is not about finding yourself. It's about creating yourself through intentional, personal evolution. You focus on your responsibilities instead of your inabilities. And you do the best you can with what you have to work with. And you don't blame others for the outcomes that are your responsibility. You know, that was something that I think is so uh, critical about being wise, is taking responsibility for both the good things and the things that are maybe not so good. So when you make a mistake, own it, uh, come up with it, say, yes, I did that, I'm sorry, here's how I'm going to fix it. And usually uh, that is when it's over. So it really does, that really is a good way. And if you want to build resilience, you need to make connections because good relationships with family members, friends, and others are critical to your life's health because you need to accept help and support from those who care about you and who will listen to you. And when you have people that um, are in your circle, it strengthens your resilience. You can bounce back faster. Some people find that being active in a civic group or a faith-based organization or some other local group will provide the support and can help with reclaiming the hope. As, you know, you want to assist people in their times of needs and then they will be there for you as well. Now, avoid seeing crisis as insurmountable problems because, you know, I always say you can jump over it, jump, uh, go under it, go through it. You can build a new road. Be like Hannibal. Because you can't change the fact that 
highly stressful events are going to happen every day, but you can change how you're going to interpret and respond to things. So look beyond the present to how future circumstances could be a little better and note subtle ways in which you might already feel somewhat better as you deal with difficult situations. I shared with you that two and a half months ago, my house flooded and I'm now living in basically one room of the house and having to do everything from my office because uh, all the floors and walls and everything is torn up. Uh, but I'm looking at it in a positive light. Is Once I get through all this, which may take a full year of uh, issues, I'm going to have a beautiful home. So accept that change is part of living. So certain goals may no longer be attainable, but accept the circumstances that can't be changed because it will help you focus on the circumstances that you can alter. So I hope some of this was some great wisdom for you. Remember, tell me more, build resilience, and be wise. And thank you so much for staying tuned to Star Style, Be the Star You Are every week right here with Heather Brittany and myself. We love being your personal growth coaches. And also make sure to tune in to Express Yourself Teen Radio that airs on the Voice America Kids Network every Tuesday at noon. You can also catch it at ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Remember, you can change your life and make your dreams come true. For more information about Star Style Productions, visit star-style.com. For information about the charity or to make a donation, go to bethestarur.org. I hope to see you all at the Book Bash this week. Visit starstyleradio.com and click on events. And my name is always to encourage, inspire, inform, amuse, and motivate. And we want you to get a book this week and pick it up at the Book Bash. Imagine your dreams as if they already exist. Speak as if they already exist and act like they exist. And until next week when we celebrate again, remember that love always wins, kindness prevails, and smiles will keep you happy. My name is Cynthia Bryan. Have a wonderful week. Dream, create, inspire, make a difference. And most of all, be the star you are. Be the star you are. The star you are. Be the star you are. You are the star. Be the star you are. It's been a pleasure bringing you our life-changing program, Star Style. Be the star you are. We have you on our radar as it's our goal to inspire, inform, entertain, and motivate you to be the star you were born to be. For more information, visit www.starstyleradio.com. And to make a donation to the charity, go to www.bethestarur.org. Ignite the flame that burns brightly within. Take charge of your life and coach yourself to success with our dynamic hosts, Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany, every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on the Voice America Empowerment Channel for another serving of champagne for the spirit and a power boost to live with star style. Until we celebrate together next week, be the star you are. You are.